Well, hello there, and welcome to Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. We're so happy that you're here today. Ah, that's good, Joe. You did it! Congratulations! World's best cup of coffee. Great job, everybody. What's happening? I don't want to alarm anyone, but we're trapped in a time storm. <laughs> I don't want to alarm anyone, but we're trapped in a time storm. Probably happens all the time. You won't believe this, but I keep repeating the same events over and over again. How long did it take you to figure it out this time? Probably happens all the time. Uh, I will watch uh, all of you die uh, one by one. No! Marvel's Agents of Sheep. GBN presents Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. Today's binge. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Welcome once again to another edition of Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. I'm Martin. And I'm Kathy. And we're here once again talking Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And we are up to episode nine, as I have always been. I believe it's something like that. As uh, I have always been. And uh, we got a lot to talk about that episode because, quite frankly, it we believe it was probably the, awesome. the best, best episode of the season and, and quite saddest. frankly, and uh, one of the best episodes that they've done. Uh, but we'll get into that after, uh, as always, we'll start out with giving my lovely wife a chance to talk about whatever she wants to talk about. And uh, that means it's your turn, my dear. Wonderful. Well, I tell you what. Um Today I'm going to talk a little bit about Jeffrey again, and I I hate to keep um, bringing him up and it's talking about yeah. Well, we I have, keep we talking about him because you know he he has a lot of um, uh, things to talk about. Um, first of all, he is um, he's very dram he's dramatic and he likes. You know where he gets that from? <laughs> Not me, um, but anyway, uh, he, he's he's something else. Though. Anyway, today uh, Friday we went to the doctor with him uh, because uh, well it was time to get the doctor with him, and so we did. And uh, he's five foot nine and weighs one hundred and sixty pounds. I can't believe it. He's a giant. I'm well, five four. See, they killed him because I'm five eight. He's an inch taller, and I and they would tell me that I should weigh like that. I passed that 160 pounds That's about 70 pounds ago, <laughs> uh, but a uh, hundred pounds for me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, but uh, he's doing great health wise. You know, yeah, you know, he's, he's awesome. And they gave him shots, which I thought, oh my god, this is gonna be fun. And it was so good. The nurse was awesome. She lifted up his shirt, bang bang one side, went over the other side, bang. He didn't know what happened. He had a Band-Aid on before he knew what was going on. It was it was fantastic. She was wonderful. Of course, it also helps that he has a, con, a really conservative high threshold of pain. That, anyway. that he does. That he does. But uh, he's still not a big fan of people sticking him with not at all. needles. But uh, of course, I wasn't there, so I'm, I'm just. He did great, and I was. I gotta be. And I gotta be honest with you. I was super nervous about taking him. And the funny thing of it was, was that the the doctor, his doctor. Um, Dr. Uh, Christine Salskar, who is just really awesome, and I love her to death. Um, she remembered that he had escaped when I brought him the last time. When I had to go by myself because Martin was at work and he couldn't get there in time. And um, she remembered that, and she told 
the nurse to please escort us and make sure that she we all had a hand on Jeffrey so that he wouldn't get away from us so anyway he we did and they did and it was great and he was really awesome and it was just a good day it was a good day well, for, it for also Jeffrey. didn't hurt of course because she her office used to be halfway across the universe yeah we had to go all, all, all across town and it took close to 40 minutes to get there and uh, now it's a 15 20 minute ride over there which is way nicer like that better uh um, one last thing uh of course regis philbin just passed away yes uh regis philbin was one of the many hosts that were that did the walt disney parades yes our son is so either the easter parades or the christmas day parades with kelly ripa usually right uh and jeffrey of course watches those uh all the time uh so he was quite familiar with uh, regis philbin (laughs) but he would call him regis philnuts because his that's just the way it is. It was, it was saying it was funny but because he would say he would say Kelly Kelly Ripa without Kelly a problem. Ripa All the women's names without a nuts. <laughs> No matter how many times I tried to get him to say it correctly, it was always Regis Philnuts. Yeah, but it was really so when he passed away, I, my heart sank into my gut, and I was like, oh, that's so sad and then it's then i got a little smile on my face because of Je- the way jeffrey pronounces his name and i thought it was quite, quite cute but anyway that's that okay on we go and i digress and let's get on with this episode holy cow okay so just didn't mean to blast talking, out your eardrums out but wow okay so initial thoughts on the episode well first of all i'm a big fan of groundhog day so this was just Groundhog Day with my favorite uh, TV series. So whatever, I was just oh, that was, that was two thumbs up. And what's it? Wow. What's, what's the, of course, the thing that was, was kind of fun about it is there's plenty of comedic stuff going on Absolutely. In this because of the re- repetition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, it was also high drama because they were getting ready to die if they didn't fix it, figure, right. figure out their problem. Right. Uh, so, and of course, the episode started out right where the one from last week ended, which was Yo-Yo grabbed the part out, thought they fixed the jump drive, and it kicked back up again, and they, dropped, they dr- jumped again. Mm. But now they're stuck in this time loop. Right. Though at first, only Daisy and... Phil. No, no, that they know that this is happening because I don't. I think it's because they're both. They uh, well, both have. They both have alien DNA. But hey, well, and he thinks it's because they're both in cyberspace. Well, he said that was just one of the many theories they discussed right, every time right. they kept repeating the <laughs> right. loop. So, so anyway, so the episode starts out with Daisy rising up out of her healing pod because she had just went back in it last episode. Right. And of course, when she gets up, Seuss is sitting there napping in the chair, watching over. Uh, uh, I don't know how much watching he's doing when he's sleeping. Uh, but anyway, because so her boots hit the ground, and it wakes him up. So, he's, of course, he's asking, you know, where are you going? You're supposed to be resting. So she goes, checks out, comes to find out. Deke tells her they're in a time storm. Uh, and Matt gets burnt in the face. Right, gets and... his face burnt from a radiation spike. Uh, Gemma uh, mentions that the radiation levels are climbing. Here comes Deke in to tell him, hey, don't we're worry. in a time storm. Right, said that time. We don't, I don't concern anyone, but we're in a time storm. Right. So, oh yeah, time storm. Right. Sorry. That's right. time loop. So anyway, so uh, at that point, as you said, Matt gets his face burned, yep. so they take him in to see Gemma. 
uh, and Jim is going in there to get something out of the drawer to take care of Mac, and you can see a bottle of Deke's cologne that he, uh, I think that's the cologne that he made for themselves when he was in the rock, the rock band. Mm -hmm. The Rico Suave. Right. Uh, he called it his tools. <laughs> I'm not sure. So anyway, so, uh, and so they're trying to take care of him, and they jump again. Next thing you know, Daisy's back, in the, back in the healing pot again, the healing pot again. And of course, she initially she's still a little confused by it, but then as the, you know, they do repeat those same events. She's something I think we've done this before, but she knows enough to stop Mac from getting burnt. She closes the door to keep Mac from getting his uh, radiation burned. But then she, then here comes Deke, and she goes, we got a time storm. So, well, you took the words right out of my mouth. He said, okay. So then uh, basically they're just starting to repeat events. Eventually she goes and wakes Coulson up. And Coulson's, and she goes, and, you know, I think there's something wrong. I think I'm looping time. And he goes, yeah, well, how long did it take you to realize that this time? And he's getting a little irritated because – uh, well, every time she dies, then he right. has to tell her the whole right. thing. Right, and that's the other thing he said to her. Okay, you know, right. every time she's dying, every time she dies, she's dying. I was like, plural. Said so, yes, and every time you do, I have to re-tell you everything that went on. So try not to die. Right. Said so, and so and could you not go ahead and make sure you come wake me up because it's irritating. Because so, who has to tell you this stuff? This guy. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so basically, they they realize they're in the time loop and they need to figure a way out of it. But uh, every time they're trying to make progress in it, the time resets and they have to do it again. Right. And they and apparently they've been trying different things, to, but none of them seem to work. And of course, if she on those events that she dies, it all goes blank again. It's sort of like the 32nd. Uh, Tom, or whatever it was. Ten second Tom. Tom, right, where she has to start all over again. Fifty first states. That's another one. <laughs> so um, eventually, they start learning. And I think the, some of the funny stuff is, is like when Daisy wakes up and goes in there, she starts just calling off what's going to happen, uh, including what Yo Yo, of course, has got her powers back now. Uh, talks about you know. She's already here. Right, she's from the twin jets. So she goes, hey, it's me. I'm, I'm already there. <laughs> so uh, eventually, Daisy's sitting there saying the words at the same time she says them. And they're all looking at her like, what's, what's... See, this was the part of the episode that I thought was interesting, is that when she realized she was doing the time the time loop, right. she told Are them... Are we talking about Daisy? Daisy, right. Yeah. And she tells the rest of the team about it. No one sits there and says, you're crazy. They just, well, you buy, they just buy right in and say, okay, what do we do? Uh, and I think that has to do with the fact, of course, they've been together so long, they pretty much trust each other. Right. So they realize that, you know, generally speaking, you're not going to steer us wrong about uh, you know, what you're saying. Now, curiously, now that, now that we're, we're they, none of them know, right. none of them none know, of them know that this on. is happening. Right. Every until she time, tells them. Right. And every time it happens, though, um, they still don't know until right. she tells them again. So, what was your nothing? I was gonna, I was gonna talk about something that, that we're gonna talk about later. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. Okay. So uh, now, Colson, when he's describing her about the loop, he describes it like a record skipping, mm -hmm. and she's staring at him like he's got three heads. And, and he goes, she doesn't know what a record right. Is. He says, "Hey, your vinyl is coming back. You should know this stuff." <laughs> so, but so anyway, he says, and every time he, when he told her that she had died, he said. You give me the exact same reaction. 
A dime? Is it, is it plural? Mm-hmm. And so if we could skip some of this stuff where I don't have to keep repeating myself, we'd be better off. So And Gemma, every single time that they talk about getting the thing out of her head, that she says it exactly the same way. Right. So, okay. Let's just get this over with. Right. Well, you know, and, and before I, before, see, let's just get this over with. I was bound to determine this when I'm slamming on the desk again, but I was bound to determine this time that I wasn't going to just go, uh-huh, uh-huh, that's right, that's right, and so now this is what we get, me okay. jumping in and going ahead and well, yeah, you're, not that, you're not that far ahead because, all right. uh, you know, they're, once they find I'm out, they're in the, no, that's all right, once they find out they're in the time loop, they ask Deke, said, okay, do you know, you know, does did Fitz leave anything behind telling us about the jump drive? Is there anything we can fix? He said, well, I'm not sure. Because he knows about Jim's implant. Right, no, right. None, none of the rest of them do. He said, uh, let me check. It's kind of hard to access. So he leaves to talk to Gemma. Well, unbeknownst to him, Daisy and uh, Colson basically follow him. So when she's talking about the implant, they come in and say, well, hey, the implant, maybe this might be something we need to know about. And he swore, I did not tell him. He said, you guys follow me? He said, yeah, but this is, we're kind of in a life and death situation. I don't think we need to be having any secrets now. So they, you know, they told, the, uh, they told him about the implant. And Gemma asked Daisy, so, so I mean, how, how can you prove to me this, what, this is really happening? And she tells him, okay, she tells her, okay, think, make up a word and just say it out loud and we'll see. So she says, Phlebotinum. Now, and of course, I thought, you know, that's really cute. But of course, this is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I'm thinking, okay, so what does that mean? So I look it up. And sure enough, what phlebotinum is, is basically an imaginary device that they use for television to explain something. And they're hoping that the audience doesn't really care what explanations about what it is. Just accept that that's what it is. And, it's, that's, what, and that's what phlebotinum is. It's not a device. It's, yeah, a, it's, it's imaginary. Yeah, it's an imaginary thing. They just made it up. That's what I mean. It's a imaginary device. That's it's it's in the definition. <laughs> okay, yeah, just say it. Why isn't a device? What's wrong? Okay, I device. thought it was more of like an imaginary na- thing that means right. Well, it's, not it's necessarily all, a device, but no, it's just, but I get your device. I get what you're saying. Right. It's, I say and that's the term for it, even if they don't call it a thing. Right. I got you. What you're saying. Right. Babe. But anyway, so so it's when not they really anything is it. What's that? I said, it's not really anything, is it? No, it's not really anything. It's imaginary. Right. Okay, go on. Yeah, Please, I'm sorry. Cut this part out. I am not, this is, just cut it out. Cut this part out. This part right here. The, between the pencils and the erasers? Right there. You realize it. that won't be being cut out now. Kill it! <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I understand why he's dramatic. I don't understand. <laughs> okay, so anyway, so because, you know, she proves to them that, yeah, this is the loop is the thing, she goes, okay, so what can I do to help? So, well, we're going to need to remove your implant to see if we can get you to remember how to fix the drive. She goes, well, okay, said, but, and the one good way to look at it is if we remove it, when we do our next time loop, it'll be, it'll right, be, back, back, in we'll be right back in there again. So uh, she goes, okay, so she gets the device that uh, she has to use to remove it, and it's key-coded where only she can tell it to, to allow her to remove her implant. And she's in the lab, sitting in the lab all by herself, and they're watching through a window. So she starts to do it, and she starts to call. And she goes, okay, wait a minute, okay, here we go, do it again. And she starts to do it, starts to cough again. And basically, she collapses to the ground, dies, Gemma dies. And they're all staring at what? what's going on here so they 
loop again, and this time they do the same thing, but this time Daisy says, I'm going to go in there with you. Right. They said, what, you mean we've done this before? Yeah, and this time I'm going to be in there with you. So they go into the lab and do it again, and this time Daisy's going to do it, and Daisy says, okay, so how do I do this? She goes, well, I really don't know. I've never done it before. <laughs> uh, so she goes, okay, good, great. So when she starts to do it, Gemma starts to cough again. And this time, Daisy starts to cough again. And they're both down. Right. And so they're trying to get in there, and Daisy hits the door right before she dies. <laughs> uh, so both Gemma and Daisy are dead. And uh, Enoch goes in there and says, they're both dead. So then he can figure out why was the door locked. And then he notices the cut. There's a cut uh, hose or something, a pipe or hose. He said, this was done on purpose. So someone is trying to basically prevent anyone from removing the device out of Jim's uh, neck. So now they're trying, now they're playing clue, <laughs> trying to figure out who caused it. Said, so, well, the obvious choices should be probably Deke, Gemma, <laughs> and Enoch. Right. And they say, well, and of course, Colson's going, well, Gemma, you keep dying. So that pretty much only made you as a suspect. Gemma's dying. Daisy's dying. Right. So that leaves, uh, Deke and right. uh, Enoch. And of course they're saying, well, you know, if we don't solve this problem, we die. Why would we want to kill anybody to prevent us from being saved? Right. She goes, uh, well, okay, well, we're going to keep on working, uh, trying to solve this, to find the solution. Uh, so in the meantime, Colson's there, you know, again, talking to Daisy, trying to figure out, so what's going on? He said, you know, I don't like watching you guys die. Right. Uh, so then they get into like, like a little philosophical discussion. He said, because it hurts me to watch you people die. He said, and I realized that because I, the way I am now, that's exactly what's going to happen anyway. It's kind of going to be my life now. Eventually, you all you people are going to die, and I'm going to be there to see it. And why? Because someone made me and decided that that's something I needed to do. Okay, so, and basically, Colson is saying that I'm programmed. And he's sitting there thinking, programmed. Then he realizes who it is that's doing it. Right. And that would be Enoch. He said, so they go back to talk to Enoch, and he's saying that uh, they, they're all in the same room again where they was going to take out her implant. said that uh, we believe that you're you're the one who's trying to do this. And he goes, why would I do that? I, you know, I like all you people. I wouldn't mm-hmm. try to So I don't think it's your fault, per se. I think... You know, Once you, guys you were, realize that it's that this right. is happening, then you go into you know, mo- this mode. Right. So you guys were together, you know, before this all happened, and obviously there's a big something you were trying to protect, really big. You're trying to protect, which is why you put the implant in Gemma, and you're willing to kill to protect that secret, whatever it is. Said so, so. What we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and try to remove the implant, and if if I'm wrong, this won't bother you at all. We'll remove the implant. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, they start to do it. He goes he in goes kill a robot boy right. and grabs a Daisy by the throat. And of course, they're all going, Hey, what are you doing? Oh, and right, and especially Gemma said, said, Why are you doing that? He said, Because you programmed me to protect the implant at all costs. And that meant if I had to kill somebody, well, even if I had to kill you to do it. So, of course, once they got that out of him, Daisy blessed her with, his, with her powers. And he realizes what he does, and he's just sitting there laying on the ground, but, oh, dear. Uh, so they now know, well, what's causing it. But so the problem is, is they're going to need to remove the implant without 
uh, by keeping him sidetracked. Right. So Without he not being aware, because the minute he's aware, he goes into kill a robot mode. Right. Which this is the other thing that I was a little bit um, weirded out by. I guess is the best thing is to say is that why does Enoch not? Because he's not a human either. Even though he's in this time loop, why isn't he like? Um, you know, uh, Daisy and Colson. You know, they, they don't, other than to this point, I don't remember any of them really even talking to him about it, right? You would think that he would be just as aware of them as right. them, right? As you know, what was going on, but as for some reason or another, up to that point, they but never, they never I, even discussed it with it, him. And, and I don't, it's, I'm not bothered by it. Well, <laughs> good thing they didn't discuss it with him, maybe he would have remembered it and then they would have <laughs> never got it out. Um, but anyways, um, but then they did do it and then they did do loop again. Okay. But anyway, who cares? You know what? That would have just screwed everything up anyway. So, Hey, I'm fine with that. Let's move on. Okay. I, so I hate to keep bringing up things that are, <laughs> no, I think, okay, so, so this is the problem they're having now, which is somehow we want to get the implant out without Enoch realizing it's happening and stopping them. Right. And they go through a whole bunch of different loops where Enoch does find out and basically he kills them He's killing them. He's basically, he or, takes or out. Names right. or names yeah, or and, and that's where I'm not sure because there's a number of times where they're sitting there talking to each other. Yes. They can't possibly be dead no, they're talking. No, they're just like, but they obviously just beat, the, beat the crap out of them. Well, so, they made sure they killed Deke all right. the time. See, I'm glad you said that because that was to me one of the funny things because even as actors, they've always get Jeff Ward a little hard time uh, as you know, he plays deep. Uh, they love picking on him. Yeah, uh, I think because he's probably a good sport about right. it. Because it's no fun to pick on. Well, it's, it's uh, sometimes it's fun to pick on people who are a good sport about being picked on. And sometimes it's even more fun to pick on people that aren't a good sport about it. So, but uh, So uh, one of their time loops were basically Enoch takes them all out because they start, you know, they start out with just uh, Daisy and Colson and he mm -hmm beats them up, so they're like, okay, we're going to need more people. So they try it with hit, uh, Coulson, Daisy, and Gemma. So he leaves Gemma alone, but beats them, <laughs> beats them up. She goes, well, and what she had told him when they tried that loop was that I need you to forgo an order that I gave you, but she didn't realize that there was a password involved in that, and of course she can't remember the password. Right. So of course he beats up Daisy and Coulson. So they said, okay, we need more people. So they bring in the whole bunch of them, and he beats them all up, and he kills Deke. He shoots him in the head. <laughs> and, of course, uh, Sousa's going, where did he get all those weapons? <laughs> and uh, they said, I think Deke's dead. And Max said, should we be upset about that? <laughs> I know he wanted to. I know he wanted to just go. Come on, you should be upset about it. Right. Said, but uh, uh, and again, it's, it's all kind of part and parcel of the fact that they like to tease uh, Jeff Ward right. anyway. Um, so anyway, so with each loop, they're trying different things to get past Enoch, but they can't seem to do it. And then the one time that they just about did it, they ran out of time. Uh, so of course, it relooped again. So. Uh, Eventually, what they end up doing is they found a way to basically get Mac, May, Yo-Yo, and Sousa in, to get him into a chamber on his own. Where they, they, they knew he was going to get past them. So, you know, but we're going to try to make it hard on you. So while, the, while you're fighting us, we're going to uh, get the implant out. And they do. They get the implant out, and she immediately starts remembering. Uh, of course, if you remember from previous episodes when we've talked about it, the implant is in there to basically protect Fitz. 
is to keep right. her from remembering where Fitz is so the Chronicons don't know where Fitz is. Right. Now, see, and of course, that brings up another thing. I mean, basically, other than Sybil, there really are no Chronicons left. So I'm not because sure exactly. Everybody what, got blown up. Right. The, so I'm not sure pods. what danger. Well, you know, see, they were building them. They were building those, you know, like number five is alive, right? Type robot things, um, to kind of be the um, primitive. I mean, they were basically using them as hunters. Yeah. Like before, but again, they took care of those too. So I'm not sure unless she's been busy building new ones. Uh, you know. But anyway, so she, that, that was the reason why she had the implant. So they removed the implant, and she's starting to remember, and she tells them that the solution to their problem is a part that is an Enoch. She gives the, the name, but I didn't right. notate the It looks long. very much like um, Tony Stark's uh, thing that he puts in his chest. Kind of. I mean, from the side. Yeah. But basically, she told him that, you know, that that would regulate the jump drive, but the only problem is it's like taking out a human's heart. If we take that out, Enoch will die. Uh, so, isn't this the same thing they hooked him up to to the um, to the uh, uh, monolith that made the thing? Well, yeah, well, basically, like I said, uh, in this case, I don't know if that was that, but basically, he used his own battery right. in that one. He hooked himself up to, and right. so it's not the first time that he's sacrificed, sacrificed himself. himself. Okay, so anyway, so they find this information out, and right before they jump, Gemma starts doing Elizabeth Henstridge's crying which is hard to watch because yeah, everyone knows how to cry i'm gonna tell uh, you what i i no I, I i can't take her and fitz crying every time it just kills me said uh so and of course all she's sitting there saying is uh what have i done yeah oh no and of course they do the jump so, right okay so, but, but now daisy knows what they need to do right so she basically uh comes in tells them it's all gonna be okay Tells Gemma to bring Enoch, uh, Enoch with them into the LMD lab. She asks uh, Deke to go come with her. Right. And they go in there and they basically explain to them, so, okay, this is what we need to fix the jump drive. And Enoch immediately goes, hey, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And of course, Gemma's going, well, I can't, how did I tell you about that? I don't even know what you're talking about. He said, well, we hoped you to remember, and this is what needs to happen, but we need to discuss this because it's, you know, Right. Or basically, and, 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 and while they're sitting there talking about whether or not they should do it, Enoch just pulls up, pulls, pulls, up, out, pulls out of his chest, right. and ready to hand it to Gemma. And they go, and they're all looking at him like, "What would you? You know, we kind of wanted to discuss. What are you doing?" Mm -hmm. He said, "Well, I would like to believe that if Fitz was here and if uh, he would do the same for me, I'd like to believe all of you would." With all that, but. <laughs> uh, so he gives the device to Gemma, and Gemma and Deke. That's goes, not. I think they. What? You think they would? Do you think they would sacrifice themselves for him? I kind of do. Perhaps. They never had really an opportunity. I mean, they did leave the man behind in time, so I mean... Well, that's true, so... No. Uh, but, <laughs> never I mean, mind. But, well, I mean, Maybe I changed my mind on that. But no, I mean, he's sacrificed himself. This is the second time. Right, this is the second time he's basically right. sacrificed himself. And in both cases, just to save the team. Uh, so anyway, so they take the device to hook it up. In the meantime, now he's starting to feel the effects of removing it. So he's, he sinks down to the floor, and Daisy and Coulson are with him. And he's sitting there talking about that uh, up until he met this, this particular S.H.I.E.L.D. team, 
he never felt lonely. He said, I've been alone a lot. Usually I prefer it. But in this particular, are you cheering up on me? Uh, so he said, but uh, I have never felt loneliness before, and I don't like it. And, of course, Colson is telling them, uh, telling him that, well, you're not alone. We're here. We're going to be here with you till the end. He said, I appreciate that, but the problem is, is you can be with me up to the end, but you can't go with me at the end. I got to go. I will leave. And then I'm concerned if I will be lonely when I do that. And he goes, well, you're not wrong. He said, but the positive, this is Colson, of course, telling him, of course, he knows all about dying multiple times. Uh, he said, the positive thing is it's, it's short-lived feeling. He said, unfortunately, the people you leave behind are going to suffer more than you will. But, uh, you know, they will get on it as part of uh basically in a sense it's part of living um and daisy of course is uh watching said asking him if it hurt and he said no it doesn't really hurt but then it's when he started talking about the loneliness part of it and he uh she goes and he goes basically she thanks him she thanks him she said you know you uh you did this for us and our team will be able to go on now because of because of what you've done. He said, well, that's true. But after the, you know, you all will go on, but this will be your last time as a team together, which of course, it's the end of the show. Of course, it will be their last time. Right. Of course, and she's going, well, I don't understand what you mean by it. He said, well, I've seen the future and this will be your last mission together. He said, so you want to cherish your time together. And she's going, well, that can't be because this is, this is my family. He said, I know this is such a thing with families that you have births and you celebrate those and you have deaths and you mourn those. It's what it's what happened. Said no no one is beyond it, apparently not even me. And she was right. So that makes you just the, the, no different than any living being. And you notice when she's saying that she's staring right at Colson. Because Colson is, is kind of dealing with that same dilemma. So uh, and of course, right as uh, Enoch is dying he uh, mentions Fitz and Daisy tells him well you, yes and you've been a great friend of Fitz you've been a great friend to all of us and so he said as I have always and he doesn't finish it he says as, I, as I've always been uh, so right then Deke had repaired the jump drive and they jump now look we've gotten all that sad stuff out of the way let's back up the truck to Daisy and Susa <laughs> okay well, let's talk about that right uh now, and this whole thing to me is weird. Just reading, you know, people's comments from the internet. People, some people have a real problem with Daisy and Sousa being romantic, right? Being a couple, and again, They're about the same age, right, and, you know, as they are together right now. It's kind of like a two hundred year old baby, right? I mean, and I don't, you know, yeah, true enough. Reference to if, another show we're watching, right? True enough, if. You wanted to be technical about it. He's a lot older than she is. But yeah, he's not. not. Because he's, he's now not. he's now with her. I mean, it does to me, if I met you when you were eighteen, when I was eighteen, because I jumped backwards in time at least two hundred years because that's about where right. you would at have that, been eighteen. At that particular moment, we're I'm still eighteen and you're <laughs> anyway, um so Okay, that's wishful, thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> 
<laughs> I got to hear all the time how old I am because okay. I'm nine months old. And I just had to throw that in there. Okay. Again, so, cut this part out. No, getting back to Susa and Yeah. Baby. So anyway, got so, no problem with that. I think it's quite cute. And he wants to be her Hero. Right. See, and and, 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 and it's right. See, and it's interesting because you a know, hero the, to a hero. During these loops, uh, you know, of course, she keeps waking up, and Susan's sitting there. And one of during one of the loops, she asks him, "Okay, so, you know, he gets up and says, hey, what you doing? You should be resting.'" And she goes, "Why do you care?" He says, "Well, I care because you don't." It was okay. Uh, so eventually, uh, she basically takes one of the loops and sits down and wants to find out. So, right. so what, what do you, you know, every time I ask you to do something for me, you do it. Why do you do that? He said, because I know people like you. He said, some you're the people like you are some of my favorite people. And I'm pretty sure he's talking about Peggy Carter. Are you yeah, talking about Peggy Carter? And, oh, and all of them. Right. Really, that, but that basically he said, because you will tackle a problem to the point of running yourself right into a brick wall. Right. Because you don't like to lose said and when you do that there should be someone there to pick you up and so she was well so you want to be the one who picks me up oh, well, so, he says so you're the guy that does that right and he said, not, for, not everybody. for everybody he said but if you speak your mind and you might have this power where you can shake things which is pretty impressive <laughs> she was well that's really specific <laughs> uh so so in the meantime it's okay so what can i do for you so on um, one of the next loops he gets up and she looks at him for a minute before she asks him what he what tells him what he's going to do. And she kisses him. Right. And then she kisses him again. Uh, and I, I got no problem with that. Mm, I no thought it was awesome. Right. Exactly. And then, she and could then, do a lot worse than to have somebody with old-fashioned manners. For sure. Basically. And that who is respects, an absolute truth. Right. And who respects strong women, because he certainly does. Uh, I'm not sure what people's problem with it is. Yeah, well, I, know, I know there are some people who, for some reason, still wanted her to get with Deke. What? I don't, yeah. No. I, no so you know Deke likes Daisy, of course. Yeah. But that, that, that's, to me, I don't see that. Uh, uh, and I'm saying, hey, while he's still there and he's around here, why not? So anyway, so just to take off all that sadness we're dealing with. So anyway, so. Yeah. Uh, that's bad. So basically, uh, They've solved their problem. They made their jump. Of course, uh, Enoch is gone. All right. And the episode ends basically with our friend Nathaniel still uh, trying to show Cora how to use her powers. Right. Uh, and, you know, people I think it's funny that people sit there and say that Nathaniel is a horrible villain. So it, it, Actually, right at this point, I mean, this, he, right, he doesn't he, inspire a whole lot of fear <laughs> in me, though he does have Daisy's powers. He's and, got a bunch of powers, it looks like. From well, the, from see, the, now again, we're, of course, we're going by what they showed for next. Well, it looks episode. like they, he's got teleportation powers, uh, unless that was out of the picture. No, of, that wasn't him. Oh, uh, it was another okay. guy where they was given apparently giving him all their, oh, all Lord their powers. Mercy. Now, why I'm not sure what this particular guy did where they figured they needed to pump powers into him, uh, but. Basically, but of course we're jumping ahead there. That's in the next episode. Right. So basically, he shows, uh, you know, he gets forward to try to learn how to use focus or powers with a bunch of glass flutes full of water. She destroys right. them, and it ends with him telling him that uh, her little sister is going to be really impressed by her, which of course is Daisy. Daisy. Uh, so that's kind of where they leave it. Um, so it's 
as much as I enjoyed uh, Clark Gregg and Chloe Bennett's performance in this because they were funny as heck. Yeah, they were. They, they were funny as right. Well. As a, and if it wasn't for what happened at the end, they might have been our performer of the week. But it had to be Joel Stover and Enoch. Yeah, he was good. I tell you what, and I'm. I realize we only have a few episodes left, but I really enjoy him as you know, as an actor, as a as a person on this um, series. He when they when they killed him. Um, when they, uh, you know, when they had to power him, yeah, in uh, the fifth, and, fifth season, yeah, when, when he sacrificed when, himself at the end of the fifth yeah. season, um, I was really sad about that. I didn't feel it though as much as I felt it. No, this time. well, that's because his sacrifice at that time was, uh, it almost felt inevitable. Like it had to, some, it had to happen. Um, and this one, and it almost felt. Almost, well, it was, it was because scary. he basically put himself, put them in that position in the first well, place. Well, kind of, sort of, and so well, not it, kind of, sort of. He but, did, yeah, but <laughs> never mind. Right. Anyway, I felt like his, um, yeah, but his sacrifice at this, at this time, he he could have said, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Guess you're all gonna die. I know what I thought. I thought it was funny because I mentioned here in my notes here that I said that Dumbo. Joel Stouffer's performance said that he uh, he killed it. He said actually he <laughs> literally killed all kinds of people. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah there, there, yes, there was many deaths, right. but um, including his. So, though I, I will say though that um, yeah, it 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 that I'm gonna cry again. It was so sad. So I've never seen anybody who could basically monotone their way into making you feel horrible for them. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Joe Stouffer was definitely our performer of the week. Yeah, and, uh, and truthfully, Chloe and 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 Greg and Clark Gregg both had, and that whole, that whole scene was, there was, I mean, was, there was a too lot much, that, yeah, there was, was a too lot much that, for me. Right, so there was a lot that went on. Uh, and I said, even the scene where, you know, uh, Colson is talking about the fact that he hates to see how everyone die and everything, and that he's, you know, talking about that it, it hurt his soul. He said, you know, I don't even know if I have one. And she goes, of course you have one. I said, don't say of course. You don't know if I have one or not. I'm a machine. Uh, but anyway, I said, if it wasn't for a Joel's performance, then we would have probably split it between Chloe and uh, sure. Clark. But uh, without a doubt, it was... Uh, Joe Stover as Enoch. Now, as far as overall thoughts on the episode, of course, this was Elizabeth Henstridge's directorial debut. And How she, awesome. <laughs> you rocked that one. Right. She, uh, it was just, it was probably one of the stinking lousy best episodes of the entire series. Right. I mean, which is saying a lot because they've had some really good ones. Yeah, uh, yeah they have. Yeah, they have. And, and you know, even a season... Uh, four, well, four. Season four, uh, it, it was uh, up alone, to this point is is the strong know, point was of the a show. Huge, huge, right. fantastic! I love all the seasons. I've I've watched this whole thing four times. That is not a lie. That is so sad too. If you think about it, I guess that's how much time I have to watch. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, but uh, I stay up till three a.m. So who cares? But what it does do, I think, for as far as Elizabeth goes, it possibly gives her an avenue to direct. You know, maybe things for Disney Plus. I don't know. Uh, I mean, they apparently are vying. Seen on that Hallmark Channel too. I'll tell you what. Oh. Well, that's, sorry, 
stop it. this stinking loud. Yeah, stop phoning okay. my dad. Sorry. <laughs> okay, uh, but, uh, you know, they invite a, a number of different people in to, to direct episodes of The Mandalorian. Maybe she could do one of those. Uh, she I certainly proved herself. Uh, that was awesome. That was all good. It was yeah, all good. Yeah, she certainly proved herself uh, capable of doing it. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens to her in the future as far as her directorial work. But uh, just as we said, though, as far as where we're at right now, uh, the Zephyr is safe, but Nathaniel's still being a pain in the butt. They should have killed his father back when he was a kid, and that would have eliminated all this stuff. Yeah, no but, you know, you know, hindsight. Uh, so they still have to deal with him. Sybil must be still around there somewhere. I don't know if she's still okay, on her so TV or not. Let me ask you a question. Okay, go ahead and ask me a question. We still don't know whatever happened to Gideon. You still are not getting off the Gideon train. I want already. to know where he is. We have not seen him again. We haven't seen him since 73. So uh, I want to know, is he dead? Did he get th sent through the, the thing? So if if he were alive, okay, now they're, I think they, they jumped in this next episode to 83, or uh, back to 83. So again, that would only be another 10 years on to Gideon. So he'd probably be about... Well, maybe that's when we find out what happens to him at this jump. Right. And so because I, that's the last time we saw no, him. No, I said, as you said, right? until they prove, prove it otherwise, I'm assuming that Nathaniel killed me. I know. We're, I we're mean, because that would have been poetic but justice. Now, but and, now, if they're going back to 83, wait a minute. No, they're not really going back. They're basically staying, in a sense. Because even though, uh, you know, before they did this time loop jump, they weren't changing years. They were just moving forward, uh, basically jumping in in the same year. Oh, like months. Right. And, uh, just in, pl in place. Uh, so. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Right. Yeah, because they were going like a month. Or right. Two. Unless, and they were in going, September. Right. And the it was last going uh, east distance. Well, wait shorter. a minute. Okay. So 76 really was the last time we well, saw him. No, you, you didn't see him in 76. You saw him in 73. And then when they moved up to 76, all you saw was Nathaniel. Then Nathaniel, right. by himself. Right. Oh, he's probably dead then. Well, I mean, well, you said, anyway, I want to know. Okay. You're probably the only one. But <laughs> I, I, I want to know where he is because he became such a pain in the ass later. Right. You know, and he gave uh, Grant Ward all his um, power. Well, not really Grant, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Okay. Let's stop yeah. this now. Okay. So anyway, so... Sybil's still around. I don't know if she's still on her TV or they've actually made her actual uh, body or something. Yeah. So we still got that. Uh, and after next episode, we only have to, we have four left. And after next one, we only have three left. And the next episode is called Stolen. Uh, we don't know what all is involved in that, but we're going to find out this Wednesday. Yeah, we sure will. So um, that was as I have always been, and it was like I said, the best episode of the season. Really so they've was. got a high road hold to try to do better in that, which, to be honest with you, I kind of think as we get to the end, they, they're, they're going to have to. What? To be better than the episode they just showed. They've only got more episodes left. Oh, I don't know. I, I, You know, gosh, it's just, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I have so many thoughts, and I still want to know, are we going to, are we going to see I'm, I'm hoping they're gonna, they better wrap that up because I'm going to tell you what, they can't just leave that hanging. You know, uh, and this is another thing talking about Enoch. You know, they basically just, to me, they just pulled out a component. They didn't mess with his brain or anything like that. Yeah, so yeah, they put a component back in. Right. If you find another component that would do the, or get, yeah, for that matter, say you'd finish time jumping, pull it back up and put it back in. Okay. Let's, 
I think that's a possibility. Okay. It does. It does. Well, sure. I mean, so, uh, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time they've brought him back from the dead. I don't know if they got to put him on ice, though, if his skins are. I said, again, because he's synthetic. I thought, his, I I thought, yeah, I thought his skins were synthetic. Too. Right. But why did the Chromacons need people's. Oh, never mind. They weren't really taking their faces. They were, but they weren't. Right. I mean, were well, basically, if you remember from the very first episode, where, you know. Yeah, he just took his skin right, off. took his skin off and laid it down so yeah. he could take his showers. Right. So well, I'm not sure what the heck with all that, but. But anyway, so so until our next episode, until stolen, uh, I'm Martin and I'm Kathy, and we'll catch you again on another episode of Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. Bye. 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 Okay, welcome once again to another edition of Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. I'm Martin and I'm Kathy. And. This before already once no yes I think so no that's weird yeah. oh you know what what I think that yeah because you were asking me about oh come on next time same thing but faster hmm. let's go. Okay, welcome once again to another edition of Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. I'm Martin. And I'm Kathy. And it's, uh, let me do this. I thought we just started this. I thought we did already we did the, I thought we already did the whole thing. Yeah. It's been our pleasure to present to you GVN's Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. We'll see you next time.